Well, I know one of the main emphasis for the defensive line this week is trying to slow down Patrick Mahomes. And the last two playoff games, he's actually led their team in rushing. So you as a defensive lineman, how can you still be aggressive but yet be in control? Because you know if you get out of pass rush lanes, this guy can kill you with his legs. Yeah, you know, we're, we're going to come up with our rush plan. We're going to continue to be aggressive, though. You know, um, I, don't, I don't feel like, you know, you get here playing uh, playing a certain way and then you switch up um, when you get to the Super Bowl. So we're going to continue to be uh, aggressive, uh, try to get after him the best way we can, but be cognizant of his mobility and where he likes to escape um, and, and uh, you know, get to him and just be relentless, really. That's what, it, that's what it's going to take is being relentless in your rush and uh, never stopping until you get to him. Yeah, I know Richard Sermon has come out and, and talked about the, the chip on the shoulder that this team has because a lot of a lot of people didn't believe on believe in you guys when you were making this run. And even yet today, there's a lot of people still picking the Kansas City Chiefs. Is there something that you guys really talked about, like the disrespect you guys have have really endured during this whole process, and how teams still don't? I mean, how people still don't believe in you guys? Yeah, they've been they've been disrespecting us uh, all year. You know, um, you know, each week it's like. You know, we got to do something else to prove ourselves. You know, nobody believing uh, in the type of team we were. But, shoot, the main thing that uh, is important is that we believe in ourselves and uh, that we um, we knew what we were capable of and we were going to go out there and uh, attack it and get it and, you know, let everybody uh, see the results. And uh, that's what we did, and that's what's got us in the position we are today. Yeah, to me, it's just crazy for people to still not believe in you guys. Because if you look at the formula for teams that have won Super Bowls, it's running the football and being able to play defense and get after the quarterback. A lot of the New York Giants, if you look at even what the Patriots did last year, that was a low-scoring game. They played a great defensive game, and they were able to run the ball down the stretch to win that game. To me, it seems like always the defensive team is slated to almost win this game. So for me, I just can't believe teams are just already assuming that Kansas City is going to win this game. Yes, they have a high-power offense, but if you look at the defensive line that you guys got in the defense period and how you guys run the ball so effectively and can control the clock, I don't understand how teams or people cannot pick you guys to win this game. Um, I mean, I mean I've, I've heard it since I was a little kid. You know, defense wins championships. And so, um, you know, we have, we have a, a prime-time opportunity to go uh, display ourselves well in a high manner and play uh, up into our standard, you know, and let the chips fall where they may. Yeah. Let's shift gears real quick and let's talk about some, something that you do off the field that's near and dear to your heart. Your 916 charity weekend and gala. Talk about uh, what all that entails and all the work that you do in, in your hometown of Sacramento. Yeah, so I uh, recently started my nonprofit, Armstead Academic Project. And, uh, you know, when I looked at how I could have the biggest impact on my community, the number one thing was education. Um, I feel education is is the key to economic freedom it's it's the key to uh going on and you know being successful in life uh and the access to education is is super important for youth um and the access to a quality education and so i saw there was you know inequity in our um our public education system and the fact that kids in low-income areas receive a much poor uh education overall uh compared to kids in affluential neighborhoods and so I wanted to try to uh, decrease that disparity by providing opportunity and uh, educational opportunities and hope and uh, opportunities outside of outside of school and um, for for youth in these areas to uh, try to you know de decrease that gap. And so that's what I'm passionate about, and um, that's what I'm going to continue to do. 
and use my platform and use my resources, uh, my money that I've earned uh, in my career playing football. Um, you know, is a lot of it's going to go back to my community and supporting uh, the people that um, where I came from and supporting the next generation of youth. Uh, you know, because I was just one of those kids uh, growing up trying to trying to make it and try to find a way. Yeah, and I think it's amazing all the work you do, especially in your hometown. I think it's always important for players to go back to where they're from and, and to give back. And not just giving giving money away, but actually spending time with some of the youth. Because, like you just said, you were one of those youth that were trying to come out and, and make it. And I think it's important for kids to actually see you up close in person and know that they're the same, you're the exact same person as they were. Like, you were that little kid, whether you were at the Boys and Girls Club or or you played for the rec team or, or you went to the same high school. I think it's more important to actually go out and spend time. And, it, and if you can get some of your teammates involved, I think it's amazing. And you do that, and you do it at a really high level. Well, one of the best in the NFL at doing that. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, I'm always striving for more. It's nowhere, nowhere near uh... – accomplished as I as I want to be you know when I uh get old and tired I want to be able to look back and say I had a huge impact on uh, a lot of people and you know made people's lives better yeah talking about a huge impact I mean it's it's been a somber week this week I know you're from California and you were a hooper uh the passing of Kobe Bryant uh why don't you just talk about uh what he meant to not just the NBA but to society period yeah he meant so much to so many people and uh you know, he's a big part of my life, you know, being a basketball fan. Um, but the, the main thing that stuck out to me was uh, how great of a father he was and, and a husband, you know, being engaged and, you know, wanting kids of my own uh, someday. Um, you know, the attention to detail he paid to being a father and, and how uh, successful he wanted to be at being a father is really inspiring to me. And, um, you know, that that's why it's so saddened uh, to hear um, the tragedy that happened, to, you know, in all the families involved. Um, so, so all those people uh, in the accident. And um, but yeah, Kobe, Kobe uh, inspired you know people in the sports uh, field, uh, people all over the world, people who didn't even like sports can learn uh, something from him and his work ethic and his dedication and uh, the type of family man he was. And uh, so that's that's my biggest takeaway um, is is being inspired by the type of father he was and. And that's an example of a great father and husband um, to try to, you know, aspire to be one day. Yeah, and I think you said it perfectly. I think that's what really resonated with me and, and why it hit me so hard. Yes, we know about Kobe, the competitor, and the, the mama mentality. But I felt like he was finally becoming the best version of himself. And, you know, him taking care of his family and being the father man and having the, the mama academy. And it's just so sad that... It, like, you don't want to see people go before that time. And, you know, God has a plan for everything. But it was just, just so sad because, like I said, I feel like he was becoming the best version of himself. Yeah, man, it was just, it was really shocking. You know, a lot of mixed emotions for me, especially we were on the plane headed out here mm. to Miami. So we heard, about, we heard about it on the plane and the Wi-Fi was tripping. So we were like, man, this is all fake. And, uh, you know, we were trying to do our research to see, like, what actually happened if it was true or not and to learn that it was true um, but a lot of mixed emotions being excited to be in, coming to the Super Bowl but learning about that and uh, so it was a day I'll never forget and um, you know just, just a lot of weird weird emotions on that day yeah without a doubt man.